0: Welcome everyone to episode 168 of the TLDR podcast. Guys, we have breaking news that they don't know about that I'm going to tell you right now. I am officially off of team James. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm done with team James. He beat me in the fantasy baseball championships last week. Oof. Well, I'm out. I'm out on team James <laughs> and I'm on team trading, team trading from here on out. Wow. I, I don't know hey, that I that, that's a good idea, man.
1: That was a messy <laughs> breakup, dude. I feel hurt. <laughs> yeah.
0: I do, I do appreciate you sending me the money for the Padres being terrible. Tyler, I would have picked you, but you didn't just get a new dog and trade did. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, are better than one dog. Math. We are a math pod. That's fair. That's fair. We, that's know, fair. This. we know this.
2: Trade I'll allow in. it. How are house the new pup? um he is good yeah we uh kylie and i just welcomed a new pup into our lives into our home um he is named rocket after the rocket raccoon from uh from the guardians of the galaxy just keeping with the avengers theme because loki was taken because i'm a dumbass and gave my my parents new dog that name so i lost the opportunity to do that but hey you know we we still keep we still keep the theme but he is good he is um a lot more rambunctious than thor ever was at this age so um just some learning curves for us and him. But, you know, we'll get there. Thor is just too good of a boy that we're, we're spoiled. So we have a little bit of work to do, but we're all right. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And
0: I can't wait to meet him whenever that comes. Tyler, I feel like he's <laughs> okay with this because I was Team Tyler for like 10 years. <laughs> switched to James. So I feel like it's okay. And Team James
3: only lasted like a month. Um, But
0: speaking of good boys, hi, Ollie and Tyler. How are
3: you? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll come back around to, to Team Tyler eventually because you'll see what you're missing. But yeah, Ollie clearly knows that you're talking about dogs because he's really excited right now. Uh yeah, he's going, he's doing good. I'm doing good. Uh we're just rolling along. Month of October is fun as hell. So I'm just I'm loving, loving life, loving, loving being on the pod with you guys. It's I'm I'm excited for it. Good. Glad to hear it. James, I am so sorry. This had to be such a public breakup.
0: Uh <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he will get over it. At least your San Francisco oh, 49ers are 4-0 and looking good. But James, how are you? How was your weekend?
1: Uh, I'm good, man. Um, I feel like I'm like a rebound now because I, I only lasted a month with a you. <laughs> yeah, a little that bit. That is rude. I have uh, trained a lot less time than I do. Um, other than that, man, life is good. Life is good. The Niners are good. There's baseball. And I just lost 20 bucks. So that's that. <laughs> but yeah, that's <life's> good. <laughs> okay.
0: James, always the degenerate gambler, and that's why we love you, buddy. Uh, But James, we are going to throw it straight back to you. um, What's going on in the NFL and the fantasy world?
1: Things are happening, ladies and gentlemen. Things are happening in the fantasy world. Uh, But real fast, we got to talk about our fantasy league. Um, Alex is tied for first with Traden, and I think Mike. So congratulations there. Me and Tyler are pretty terrible at fantasy, and we are tied for fourth, which is not the worst thing in the world, but we're only two and two. Two and two is okay. We're doing all right. Two and two is fine. Yeah, man, I hate your team. And, I, and uh, by the way, A-chain, 20-plus points. And last week, Alex was like, he's never going to score 20 points again. And then he did against me. So that's
0: How many? how many points did my team score last week?
1: I don't know, man. 228. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, that, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I do that remember was- seeing that. I don't think I've ever seen anything that high before. Wow. Congratulations, Alex. I think you deserve a prize. So Tyler's going to send you 20 bucks. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, there are teams on bye for the first time all season. The teams are the Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Chargers, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Tampa Bay B- Buccaneers. So Traden can sleep easy this weekend without having to worry about his team. <laughs> going for my picks. At quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, Arizona Cardinals. 2.1% rostered, 23.4 points against the Niners, 28 for 41 for 265 yards and two touchdowns. He also added 12 carries for 48 yards. So this guy, right, he has alopecia. He also can't find his jersey in the store because nobody really cares about him or knows about him, but he can play ball. Like he is a, a good quarterback. He's put up some solid fantasy numbers against the top three defense of the Niners, which is impressive. And he's put up 23 plus points two times now. Over the last three games, he has 148 rushing yards, and we all know a rushing quarterback is a good fantasy quarterback. Up next, he plays off he plays against a really, really bad Bengals team, which is surprising because they were a Super Bowl contender not too long ago. Now they're just terrible. Alex, what are your thoughts on Joshua Dobbs? That's a great question.
0: Uh, did I know that I was supposed to talk about Dobbs? No, because I already forgot. I think it. I was supposed to talk
3: about Dobbs. That'd be why. Thank you, Tyler. Go ahead. Take it Tyler, on, go for it, bro. No worries. We... out on Team James. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joshua Dobbs. A uh, lot to like here early on. Um, I think really, I think what's really impressive too is against. Two really good defenses in Dallas and San Francisco. Zero turnovers for for Dobbs. I think that 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 speaks volume to kind of the poise this this kid has early. And as you mentioned, uh, going against a Cincinnati team that has been surprisingly bad and is not in a good place. I think this is a really good pickup for a a quarterback in week. Was it five now? Yeah, week 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 five. five.
1: Yeah, uh, just real fast. The mix up is because my wide receiver is also very close to Dobbs. So <laughs> that's, that's the mix up there. Uh, Easy mix up. Easy mix up, trading. Do you like Joshua Dobbs? Yes or no?
2: Um, well, I like Dobbs as much as um, Thor seems to love him because he. As soon as Tyler started uh, started talking, he was barking up a storm. Um, he just hates Tyler. he <laughs> just hates Tyler. Oh, he loves. No, him. I, I don't hate. The, I don't hate the play. Um, I, I do think um, Dobbs is a good option. I do have another option that has done well against some 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 iffy defenses and actually pretty damn good against uh, Tyler's, uh, Tyler's Eagles. And that's uh Sam Howell of the, uh, of the Washington commanders. Um, I think you kind of surprised a lot of us uh, in week four. And I think he, he tightened Tyler's butthole uh, throughout the entire game as well, <laughs> which is always, which is always fun, but, uh, this guy's put up, you know, between 15 and 21 points aside from the game against Buffalo where, you know, that we'll, we'll just let that kind of slide. Um, but, but he has looked very, very good. And also, by the way, he's playing Chicago and Chicago, defense and Chicago's team in general, is just not very good. Um, and they have just allowed to, they have just allowed quarterbacks to just score on them like crazy, um, with, with at least 20 points, um, a, a game. Um, uh, so, I, and that's even with Russell Wilson. And Jordan Love of, of the of the quarterbacks they have faced. So um I like to say that Sam Howell is a good good pickup if uh on available. Or again, um if uh, CJ Stroud's not available because some people still don't believe us. <laughs> CJ Stroud is amazing.
1: Agree <laughs> with the majority of what you just said there, uh, regarding Sam Howell, except for the part where you said tightening Tyler's butthole is fun. I don't <laughs> find that to be fun. That's <laughs> moving I'm on Never the running a doubt. Back. Never a doubt. <laughs> right now. running back my pick for this week is Gus Edwards out of the Baltimore Ravens 45.6% rostered 6.9 points against the Browns 15 carries and 48 yards and he also added two receptions for one yard this is more about his matchup coming up than his stats because 6.9 points isn't great 15 carries of 48 yards that's eh but he has really cemented himself as a number one back in Baltimore he had 15 carries last game the other two backs there had two apiece and I think the Ravens are really trying to get away from rushing Lamar Jackson so much. They're trying to keep him long-term. They saw him to a long-term deal. you got to preserve this guy's health. Hence the scheme change. Hence more passing. So I think there's going to be a very concentrated effort to having to run the ball with Gus Edwards more. And now moving on to the matchup I really like. They play the Steelers. And if you think the Steelers, are like, oh yeah, they're a great defense. It's always been a great defense. Except they're 29th against the run. They allow an average of 148 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs. That is not good for the Steelers, but it's really good for Gus Edwards. Chayden, what do you think?
2: Yeah, the Steelers being bad on defense is not only good for Gus Edwards, but it's good for Alex, who's already smarter than 65 percent of the rest of the league, uh, <laughs> who actually already has him on his roster. Uh, Gu- Gus Edwards is, is, is seems to be the the number one, which is interesting because he's probably he's more he's more of a of a flex option for you because of the way that the Ravens play. But I think I agree with you. I think that I think that the Ravens are in a transition towards adding more, you know, runs from, you know, from the backfield as opposed to from, uh, you know, from, from, from their quarterback. It, it, it's tough because you know he, he shook off he shook off his concussion scare that we saw in week three um he didn't have the greatest of outings but he seemed he seemed okay and i think that's only going to improve as we go along and i think that that the, a pittsburgh steelers game is a perfect uh jump jump start to uh to to you know so, to solidifying that number one spot
1: so alex has gus edwards but is also arguing against gus edwards so why is that
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that was more of a, a safety pickup for me after the J.K. Dobbins injury and just thinking, I'm just going to grab this guy knowing he'll be the number one back. And whatever it is, w- even when it was J.K. Dobbins, the Baltimore Ravens, because I know, James, they're you. And I agree with you. I think Lamar is going to, you know, cut back on his on his running. They signed him that big deal. Ravens running backs do not perform well in fantasy football. It's just part of the deal with that offense and with their scheme and with Lamar Jackson. And that's fine. So to be fair, I have two of the better running backs in the league right now. So I'm not starting Gus Edwards, uh, Edwards this week, but I can totally understand you wanting to do that against an iffy Pittsburgh um, defense. Honestly, there's not a whole bunch left on the waiver wire. My suggestion, make a trade. Someone has got to have extra running backs that they don't need Try to like go get Jameer Gibbs or something from Detroit and just hope that it it gets better because he's probably a a really buy low candidate right now. I mean Khalil Herbert is in our league, but he's owned in like seventy eight percent of ESPN leagues, so it's cheating on James's uh, fifty percent or under rule. No one else on 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 there looks like you would want them at the moment. So go make a trade. Also, trades are
1: fun. Trades are fun. Thank you, Mike Brown, for always trading every single day. They're going to get that annoying, but that's okay. Keeping it keep, keeping it fun. Moving on to wide receivers, and this is fitting because it is a player from Mike's favorite team. Romeo Dobbs. Stoops? Dobbs. Whatever, man. His name is so similar. Dubs. First guy, Dubs, Uh 33.9% rostered, 18.5 points against the Lions. Nine receptions on 13 targets for 95 yards. So I have to admit, I was wrong about Green Bay and their wide receiver situation. In my mind, it was always Christian Watson as wide receiver one. And for this season, it really hasn't been because Christian Watson was injured. Then Christian Watson came back, and Romeo Dobbs still had 13 targets. This is the number one wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. And Jordan Love doesn't look terrible. He looks like a serviceable quarterback. That's perfect for Dobbs. He is targeted so many times between the 20s in the end zone. He is the guy for Green Bay. On the season, 20 receptions for 224 yards and three touchdowns. And he, up next, they play the Raiders, which come on guys. They're, they're bad. They're bad. The Raiders are bad. Alex, what do you think?
0: Yeah. Uh, James, you nailed it. Everything you just said. And shout out Mike Brown, because he has him on his team. So good for you, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look, we were all high on Christian Watson, especially last year. You know, he kind of had that breakout and then he got hurt and he's not the guy right now. And maybe that will change, but you're right. Dobbs, doobs, whatever you want to call him, has dude. been killing it so far and you've, James, you've had Jordan Love as your a fantasy pickup multiple times and he's been very serviceable. No, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's been very he's been good. The Packers, I think, are maybe better than we expected them to be. Um, and yeah, if if he's getting 13 targets a game, you're gonna want this guy on your team.
1: Traden, what do you think about Dubes?
2: Um, I don't I don't hate the pick, um, but I I was brought on here to, to give you another option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and unfortunately trade is already, uh, taken. So I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna steal that one. <laughs> no, I, th- this one is a little bit of a risk, but I think, I think there's some interesting upside here. Um, and it's Jamison Williams who, who's coming off of a, of a shortened, uh, uh, suspension that was, uh, that was from six games before. So now he's back this week with the, uh, with the Detroit lions. Look, the Detroit lions are they're a good football team. Uh, they are the best in their division. And I, I called it, called it. I'm going to call it. I'm going to say week four, more of Morty, right. Um, and that offense is going to be that much better with Jamison Williams. Um, and we know that Jared Goff can sling the football. Uh, he's a very, very good quarterback. Um, he's not fantastic, but, but he know he, he, he knows the game He's gotten better as uh, you know, as years have gone by and, and adding in Jamison Williams in this, in this lineup is going to be massive. Um, and I think it's a great pickup for a team that looks very good and it's they continue on the up and up offensively.
1: I mean, I like that. It's just my issue with that is that there's like way too many mouths to feed in Detroit, right? It's true. Yeah. Like I was talking about Jameer Gibbs. He's eventually going to get some some good run there. And he's a, like a catching, he's a receiving running back. And they still have Amon say Brown, Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds. Like there's, there's guys, Sam Laporta, who Alex called in week one. He's been fantastic. There's just way too many things to go around that Jameson Williams is out for me. But I do like it though. That I like the thinking outside the box. Moving on to tight end. Logan Thomas of the Washington Commanders. I, I hate talking tight ends, but here we go. <laughs> 7.8% rostered, 7.3 points against Tyler's tight end hold Eagles, three receptions <laughs> on three targets for 41 yards. He is and has been a very consistent target for the Commanders and now a very consistent target for Sam Howell. 14 targets in three games. That's a lot of targets for a tight end If as long as you're not dating um, Taylor Swift. Like if you're not Travis Kelsey, 14 targets is a ton of targets. Up next, they play the Bears. And and talked about it in his um, pick for Sam Howell. The Bears are a terrible defense. 29th in total defense. I mean, they they just literally let the Broncos come back from a 28-7 to 7 deficit in the third quarter. The Broncos are bad. The Bears are worse. And I really think Logan Thomas is going to have some good run there. So a tight end guy trading, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, you, you know, just kind of going off of the Sam Howell pick, this is just sticking with the uh, with the Washington Commanders uh, theme here. Uh, Logan Thomas is it has looked very very good, and 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 it it really helps when you know when a quarterback who's who's trying to really establish himself on a team is looking for uh you know looking for a. a, a a helpful target and a target that's always reliable. And, and Logan Thomas has been that way. He's, he's a, he's a veteran. Um, uh, you know, he, you, saw, you saw how things went, uh, the game before when he was injured. And then when he's back, everything kind of changed for Sam Howell. Um, he, he, he's, he's, and, and you're playing the bears and the bears are just, just sorry. And, uh, and I think he's just absolutely worth, if you're, if you're looking for a tight end and, and we know that tight end position's tough. Uh, Logan Thomas is going to be a consistent option for Sam Howell for the rest of the season, especially this weekend against a team that is just god awful. They are vying for a spot in their division, which in a division that is not as tough as others. Um, I I, I like Logan Thomas here just like I like Sam Howell.
1: Oh, you haven't talked in a while. What are your thoughts?
2: <laughs> I have not. I'm going to bookend this, this,
3: this, uh, segment here, but, uh, I like, I like Jake Ferguson and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, currently he is the eighth ranked tight end, uh, 24.6% rock rostered. His receptions has, have increased every single week. Um, in week four, he had his best outing, uh, seven reception on 77 yards with for 14.7 fantasy points. Um, I think this is a guy that's, you know, trending upwards. Um, obviously Dallas, you know, they, they, they kind of have up and down weeks, but, um, I think this guy's put together fairly consistent, um, output for, for fantasy. And when you're we're looking at tight ends, there's not a whole lot out there. So I think Logan, or I think Jake Ferguson is a pretty solid pick.
1: Okay. Jake Ferguson is good. And so is Logan Thomas. Um, <laughs> that wraps up week five of my waiver wire picks. Hope you guys enjoy.
0: Thank you, James. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, shout out to you for taking the negative on the tight ends because that's kind of the worst spot to be 100. to try to find something else. Um, if Jake Ferguson goes off against the Niners defense, uh, who I believe the Cowboys are playing next week, then that is that's a big pick that I will give you all the credit
2: and maybe I'll I will change back to team Tyler. Let's go. So let's go first. All- <laughs> let's go game. first. Game. And also, James, this is the first week that you can no longer use. Probably, no longer use the Jonathan Taylor uh, joke on me because uh, he's actually going to play. So
1: I don't know. I, I don't know if he will, man. He might not play, though.
2: Well, he's going to play. Okay, he's going to play. <laughs> All
1: right. If Jonathan Taylor
0: plays, I'm still on Team Trading. If Jake Ferguson goes off, I'm Team Tyler. Fuck. Team James. <laughs> what
1: happened? Does it mean Team James is up?
0: Uh, well, we'll just have to see. I also,
1: I also <laughs> take plays Venmo. In my ears.
0: I also take Venmo in case anyone wants me to be on their team. <laughs> for whatever. Reason. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then Tyler is going to take us through the MLB playoffs. It is officially October, which means baseball playoffs are here. Three out of the four games in the wild card round are currently done. And one is uh, probably about to finish, but you know, we're doing our best out here. Tyler, what are we doing? Take it away.
3: Yes, October baseball is back in action. We had four full games today. As we speak, as Alex has mentioned, three of them have completed. Uh, the Phillies are two outs away from uh, winning their first game. Uh, but we're going to go through the American League first. Then we go, are going to finish, finish with the National League. We're going to kind of go through, uh, each team, including the teams that don't have a buy. I, I assigned the guys each a team and they're basically just going to give me a reason why they think that they're going to succeed, um, in this postseason race. And then obviously we'll go through our, our predictions for this wild card round, even though we're kind of, um, halfway through a lot of them. Um, but we'll kind of wrap up what we think is going to happen with those. Um, and we'll look forward to the division series starting later this weekend. Uh, So let's start in the American League. Uh, Let's start with the number six seed, the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, James, you have the Toronto Blue Jays. Give me, why do you think the Toronto Blue Jays will have a successful run this postseason?
1: Because of their defense. Their defense is one of the best defense out there. I mean, just outfield alone or even having Matt Chapman at their base. But they lead the league in defensive runs saved in their position. So like Matt Chapman, like I just mentioned, great defense, always has been, always will be. In the outfield, Kevin Kiermeyer, Dalton Varsho. those guys will take doubles. And I mean, m- maybe make them singles, probably. Hopefully, that's the thing. Or <laughs> make sure you don't get a triple. Like, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep the ball in the yard as much as they possibly can. And speaking about that, they have a decent starting rotation, too. Decent. I mean, Kevin Gossman, I think, was pulled way too early in this game at 73 pitches, but it is what it is. Uh, and Jose Barros is having a really good resurgent years, too. And he's going to be able to pitch against his former team. Like, how much fire is that going to build up in somebody who had a down year last year after being traded? Like, he's going to come out guns a blazing and try to just murder everybody so he can get a win and show his old team that hey, I'm better now. Like having that starting rotation be what it is and their defense, I think they're solid in that way. I mean, offense is definitely one thing they need to improve on, but hopefully those timely hits and big, big power swings by Vladi is going to come through. Uh, but that's just the hope there.
3: For sure, I like that. I think this is a team, a, a Blue Jays team, that we're kind of waiting to kind of explode in the postseason. You know, since those kind of the big two, Vlad Jr. and Bo Bichette, since they debuted, they haven't won a, a postseason series. So, um, I think a lot of us are kind of waiting for this team to kind of come together. Uh, moving on to the number five seed in the American League, the Texas Rangers uh, trade, and you have the Texas Rangers. Get, tell us why the Rangers will be successful.
2: Yeah, it's all about the opposite with James. It's the it's the offense here. <laughs> uh they, they they just know how to hit for power they know how to hit for average uh you know they they have 10 players with double digit home run totals four of whom have have over 20 uh adolis garcia who is second in the al has 39 uh they they lead the al in home runs their batting average trails only the braves um who you know who lead uh who lead the lead there uh at the end of the day that that's what's gonna p- push them through, as well as some major step-ups within their starting rotation. Their starting rotation is injured to shit. We've seen that you know play out throughout the whole season. Uh y- all you have right now is Jordan Montgomery as your ace, and that's it. And you don't really have much uh you know, much you know behind that. Uh if those guys can step up and you in your uh and obviously your your bullpen can can you know fill in when they need to. This team, like I, I'm telling you, if the, if this pitching if this pitching staff was fully healthy, this this team's probably winning <laughs> the World Series or coming close. Uh, but but uh, their starting lineup needs to step up, a, a, as well as the offense needs to stay hot. Because at the end of the day, you can you you for at least early on you can kind of out hit and outrun your uh, your your issues uh, early on. But uh, the pitching needs to step up as well. No doubt, yeah,
3: they'll definitely need some guys to step up, especially in the back end of that bullpen. Uh, but there's no doubting this Rangers lineup is is a is powerful and is definitely one of the best offenses um, in in this in this postseason. Uh, let's move on to the number four seed, which sounds crazy because they won 99 games this year. But the Tampa Bay Rays are the four seed. Uh, James, you got them. Why are the Rays going to be successful this postseason?
1: Three reasons. Number one, Randy Rosarinos, the boy loves the big stage. You saw it in the playoffs a couple of years ago. You saw it in the World Baseball Classic. And he almost came back and won the home run derby. Like, he loves having all eyes on him. That's his thing. Randy Rosario, number one. Number two, they hit a lot of homers. They're fifth ranked in home percentage. And 41% of their scoring is from home runs, which is kind of a lot. So being reliant on that is not good. But the fact of the matter is they can hit for power, and they hit for power consistently. And number three, they like to strike out batters. There are they. It's just who the Rays are in analytics and everything. They make sure that the balls get through there, and they just they make you swing and miss often. Um, and that what well, that's going to negate is a lot of sack flies. So if you have somebody on base and you have one out, if you get struck out, nobody's going nowhere. It's fantastic. Those are the reasons why I think we will win.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I think despite the Tampa Bay's Rays heavy losses they've had to injuries and for other other off field reasons, I think the, this Rays team is still very well very well built. They always got a solid foundation, um, and when it comes to October baseball, the Rays usually excel in that area. So um, I think they're a good pick to go far. Uh, moving on to the number three Minnesota Twins, the NL Central champs. Alex, you got the Twins. Why are they going to be successful?
0: Yeah, because their pitching staff from top to bottom throws gas and strikes people out. Uh, in the playoffs, what you need at a, a crucial time is a big strikeout. And the Minnesota Twins did that better than anybody this year. They strike a ton of batters out. Um, you know, obviously that that trade for with Luis Roraes and Pablo Lopez uh during the offseason has been the biggest win-win trade, I feel like in recent memory. Pablo Lopez threw very well. They've got Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan set up to pitch, you know, games two and three. And then Johan Duran in the back end throws 105. I don't know how the fuck does anybody hit that? <laughs> like, so this Twins team just needs to hit enough, and that pitching staff can can you know propel uh, you know push them through to the rest of the playoffs. And they finally broke their 18 game uh, winless streak today.
3: So all vibes in Minnesota. Love it. Yeah, So definitely a team that's very underrated. I think all all season they definitely got a they they got a good club there. And I know, you know, they played in a weak division, but this is still a a, a very good Minnesota team that can make some noise in October. All right, let's move on to the two teams that got the uh, first round by, starting with the number two, Houston Astros, who won the division on the last day of the season, which is super annoying. Goddamn it, Texas. But it it is what it is. Houston Astros trading. You got them. Why are they going to be successful?
2: All right, so everybody in unison, here's the big groan. It's because they're the Astros. Mm-hmm. I, that is the stupidest and most basic answer you could possibly have. But it's it, that's the case with the Astros. They are this era's New York Yankees. It's like, that's what you said back then. You said, Oh, it's the Yankees. That's just that. It's just what they do. It doesn't matter that they, that they have given up as many home runs as they've hit this season. No, oh, who fucking cares? It's the Astros. They're going to figure it out uh, down the stretch. And they did. Um, <clears throat> this is their third straight world series and, and, uh, and fifth in seven years. Uh, they've reached the American league uh, championship for six straight seasons. I mean, they have that deep of experience. They have the rotation. They, everything just seems to be working for the Astros at the best of times. There's no science behind my answer because right now the, if you look at the Astros, uh, you know, pitching, it's not fantastic. Uh, you know, I don't like the fact that they've allowed that many home runs. Uh, I I don't like that they have in in, you know an aging uh an aging starting rotation. But it's the Astros that's so stupid. But that's all I have.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's really annoying, but it's right. I mean, they're the Houston Astros Astros are kind of like the New England Patriots back in the day of of current MLB. Like, they're just a team that no one likes. They just win too much but you got to respect them because they they consistently do it and you definitely got to pay respect to that. Um, but nonetheless, here they are. Uh, but the number one seed, one of the most amazing turnarounds that we've seen um, in recent memory, just two years ago, this team lost 110 games. This year, they won 101 and are the number one seed in the American League, the Baltimore Orioles. Alex, you got them. Why are they going to succeed this October?
0: Yeah, Because again, nobody thought they would be here and there's kind of like no expectations on them. I feel like people are looking at Baltimore, and if they lose in that first round matchup, you know, wh- whomever they end up playing, kind of everyone would be like, yeah, I mean, great story, but, you know, it's kind of not surprising they lost to some teams with a lot more like postseason pedigree. But Adley Rushman and Gunnar Henderson can carry that team, including, you know, other guys like Cedric Mullins and um, Mount Castle, who have been there for a while, and like Anthony Santander. They've been through a lot in Baltimore. And yeah, their, their uh, starting rotation is definitely not, not the best. It doesn't have the big names, but they, they can flat out pitch. And, you know, I think if you're an Orioles fan, you feel a lot better. If Felix Bautista was in the back end and closing for them. Unfortunately he's hurt, but Kanoa and is, is really great. When they have three nasty lefties coming out of the bullpen, which is impressive. And, you know, left, left-handed pitchers are weird. That's just part of the deal. It's part of the baseball lore. Um, and you know, the fact that they have home field advantage and that stadium is going to get crazy after they've been bad
3: for so long, the Baltimore Orioles can definitely succeed in the postseason. season. Yeah, definitely be fun to see that home crown back in Camden yards in October. And this is, is a great story. I think it's, it's a, it's a very easy team to root for. Um, we'll see how, how far they can go. I think there's, you know, a, t- a group of, go- of players that really have never experienced the, the October lights. So we'll see how they do starting in the, in the division series coming up here th- this weekend, um, so those are the teams in the American league. We got two wild card series going on. The first one between the, the, the blue Jays and the twins, uh, game one today, Minnesota, uh, one, three to one. They snapped their 18 game postseason game losing streak, uh, which is wild. Last time they won a post game is back in 2004. Um, as, as, as Alex mentioned earlier. Uh, so Minnesota is, is, is up one, nothing in the series. Uh, but like, like I said, this is the best of three. So real quick, we're going to go around the horn of their predictions. Uh, Alex, who do you got in the series?
0: Yeah, I have Minnesota. I just think that pitching staff is too good. And I don't trust the Blue Jays offense. All right,
2: James.
3: Yeah, Blue Jays winning.
2: All right. They're gonna come back. Uh trading. No, uh, I see. <clears throat> I see Minnesota cleaning house. I like it. Uh I,
3: I picked Toronto in my predictions yesterday, so I so I gotta stick with it. Uh they're gonna have to do some work here to to bounce back and uh take take these next two games. Moving on to the other wild card series, the Rangers and the Rays uh texas stole game one today for nothing uh rays had four errors which is super uncharacteristic of 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 that team so the Rays, rays are in trouble a little bit but who do you guys got in this series trading uh i actually have tampa bay coming back here all right james same here
1: man you gotta trust the numbers tampa bay alex yeah i hate
3: agreeing with
0: them but i'm gonna go tampa it's really hard to bet against them
3: yeah. I also like Tampa Bay as well. Um, so they're going to have to, you know, again, an, an, another big, uh, comeback for them. Um, this, this is going to be a, a, a pretty tight series. Um, they looked awful today. Maybe it's just some, you know, first, first game jitters. Hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, let's move on to the national league, uh, field starting with the number six seed, Arizona diamondbacks trading. You got, you got the
2: snakes. How are they going to be successful in, in, in October? Well, if you believe that defense can win championships, then yes, they are going to win the World Series because they have the league best 990 fielding percentage this season. You know what's you know what they don't have? hitting and pitching. So uh, (laughs) let's hope their defense can help, can bail them out, boys. That's all I got.
3: Hey, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it yet, their defense came up huge today in game one, but we'll get to that a little bit earlier. So that's not a bad, bad reason. Uh, Moving on to the number five, Miami fucking Marlins. They made, they goddamn made it and they're the number five seed. Such a weird team. Uh, Trayton, I'm throwing it right back to you again here for the Miami Marlins.
2: Why are they going to succeed? they're going to succeed because they have been so good at winning close games this season. They know how to close out games or come back and, and their, their ability to come back from, from, you know, come out victorious in one, in one run games is, is kind of insane. And, and, and it's that those types of moments and that, that ability to be able to come together when it matters most, not, not dig too much of a hole, but be able to maybe fill a hole if you need to, or, or, uh, or um, you know, hold on to a lead. Uh, you know, w- when things get tough, it is is massive. Um, that means you have a team that is. There's a belief in that in that room. Um, that you know, their 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 run differential is not fantastic. Nothing to write home about. But they have found they are finding ways to win close games. They need to find ways to to earn more runs uh, and to score more but at the end of the day they they keep games close and they're able to and they're able to complete wins and that that means something that means there's some belief in this in the room there no doubt no
3: there was no shot i would have had the Marlins making the postseason much less, not even be the the bottom wild card seed. It's it, it's a it's a weird ball club, but they, as you mentioned, they are very good in close games, which is going to you know do do some favors here in October. So maybe they can shock the world. uh Moving on to the number four Philadelphia Phillies, the the, the top wild card seed. Uh, James, you got the fight and fills. Why are they going to move on to uh or, or do well in October?
1: They're getting hot at the right time, and that's what's happening right now. It's they, their home run ball has been mashing recently. Like in the last two months, they've tied the Braves to the most home runs in the league. Bryce Harper's on it. College Forbes is having the weirdest season ever with his sub 200 batting average, but driven in so, so many runs. Like it's, it's odd how it's working, but it's working. And Philly fan bases are just terrible to other, other teams, but they love their team and they love Trey Turner. And Trey Turner started off this year horrible. But these last couple of months, after he was given the standing ovation and was given all the support by the Phillies fans, he's become what they signed him to be. He's become the guy again. His defense is back, his offense is back, his leadership is back. Everything is coming back from Trey Turner to be Trey Turner. The Phillies fan bases suck unless you're a Philly. And I mean, right now, it's working out just great for them.
3: No doubt. That that fan base in October is uh is is something to behold. Um, and you know, I I think that they obviously have come had recent success making the world series last year with a, with all these guys then you put in a guy like Trey Turner who's hot right now and i mean he's he's a guy that definitely can propel this team forward um so the phillies are definitely it, it's it's a it's a uh, popular pick for a lot of for a lot of people to uh go far in in, in, in postseason uh moving on to the number 3 Milwaukee Brewers the NL Central's champions alex you got the brew crew how, how are they going to be successful uh, they're not.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I mean, okay, look, I they could have been successful. Unfortunately, they had Brandon Woodruff go down with a shoulder injury, which is just unbelievably brutal timing for them. And Tyler, I'm just going to spoil it for you. They lost earlier today with Cy, former Cy Young winner Corbin Burns on the mound to a guy I've like barely ever heard of and don't remember how to pronounce his last name. And now the Diamondbacks have their two top guys to set up, ready to go for the next couple. It's been a problem in Milwaukee for the last five years. Great pitching, not enough offense. That's what it's always like that. And it showed up again today. And then unfortunately the Diamondbacks got, got got to Corbin Burns and I'm just not sure they can do it. Even at home, um, you know, the Diamondbacks have, yeah, his last name is Pafadet or some (laughs) shit. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think it's bad. Like the, the, I think it's bad. The the, P is silent, but I have apologized to you, homie. I don't, I don't know you as well as Corbin Burns, my bad. Um, (laughs) but now it's just, it's just the same old thing in Milwaukee every single year. And unfortunately they always seem to have a big injury. And even today Burns goes like four and a third or something, and they have to use 70 million bullpen arms. And now, You got to do it all over again tomorrow and you got Zach Gallen coming. So
3: Milwaukee, I love you. I think you're a really fun team, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah. They always seem to just have like one or two just pieces that they don't have to be able to kind of get over that hump and, and, and win a world series, but they've consistently been a very good ball club. But, um, you know, you never know in a short series, things, things can happen, but, yeah, obviously, that that uh, the Brandon Wood, Woodruff injury was a huge blow to that team. Um, moving on to the uh, two um, top seeds who have the bye, starting with the Los Angeles Dodgers, who had the number two seed. Alex, you got our boys in blue. How are they going to do this October?
0: Yeah, you know, I think the Dodgers coming into this season, you know, we talked about it and, you know, they took they took a step back, yada, yada, yada. They won 100 games. Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman are incredible. And that, the length of that lineup, I think, surprises people sometimes. They had four guys with 100 ribbies. Max Muncy had a bounce-back season. J.D. Martinez was a monster. Will Smith, Chris Taylor, James Altman had a great year. And they've got, you know, depth pieces, um, you know, on the bench. The, obviously, the starting pitching is a question mark, um, both with injuries and, you know, off-field off issues. Um, but I think part of the, the beauty of the postseason and the beauty of what the Dodgers have had to do all season with the starting pitching is they're prepared. They know, you know, it might be four innings of Bobby Miller, Bobby Miller, and then three innings of Ryan Pepio, and then Bruce Star Graderall and Evan Phillips come in, and that back end of the bullpen has been incredible for the Dodgers in the second half of the season, and they mash. They straight up mash. Um, like this Dodgers team had the most runs they've scored since they've been in L.A. And that blows my mind thinking about, you know, previous Dodger teams and how stacked their lineups were. And, yeah you know, a team last year that won 111 games or whatever, this offense scored more runs. <laughs> it's wild. So I think coming in, I think with them not being the heavy favorite this time may actually work in their favor. And they can just go out and do their own thing. And they're almost unbeatable at Dodger Stadium. Um, I think they had the best home record in baseball this year. And, and that means a lot. And, you know, Dodger Stadium is going to get going to get wild. <laughs>
3: No doubt. Um, it's one of the, you know, there's the uh, in this recent stretch of runs for the Dodgers. It's kind of the first time where, you know, the pitching was a major concern and the offense was like the, the, the major focus of what's th- their biggest strength. I mean, this, as you mentioned, this, this, this offense is really good. Probably the best Dodgers offense maybe ever. Um, so it's, it's definitely their biggest strength. We'll see if the pitching can hold up, but I like the, 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 the their chances for sure. But then we got to deal with this juggernaut, the number one team in all of baseball, the top seed, the Atlanta Braves. We all know how great they've been this season. James, how are they going to pull off a great season by capping it off with a World Series championship?
1: I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to sound like some guy who only watches home runs because the last three top teams I talked about, I talked about home runs. But home runs, like <laughs> Braves lead the league in home runs. They have four players with 35 plus home runs. They have Ronald Acuna, who is the best player in baseball, not named Shohei. He's part of the forty seventy club. Membership of one. like That's how good this guy is. That's impressive. And this offense is just the best offense in baseball. It doesn't matter if they're home or away. They're play, playing against the righty or lefty. Two-seam, four-seam, splitter, curve, uh, ghost fork, slider. It doesn't matter. They, they have power at every single part of this lineup, and they're going to hit. They're going to hit for power. And that, their pitching has just been terrible recently with Max Fried out, Charlie Morton out, uh, Bryce Elder has been awful since the All-Star break. Spencer Strider, who is Alex's favorite guy, his strikeout rate has dropped. But honestly, it, it won't matter if they're putting up seven, eight, nine runs a game. Who cares about pitching, man? Just mash some numbers out there. Let's see what happens.
3: James digs the long ball, and hey, I mean, most people do. It's 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 the sexy way to win uh, baseball games, and the Braves have done that better than a lot of teams in the history of the game. So you're no, you're you definitely right. This offense is lethal, and despite what you know, it, concerns they have on the pitching staff, I think that offense will will kind of lighten the load a little bit. And where whatever happens, I mean, this you know, you, I think the World Series championship is going to go through at at Atlanta at at, at one point or another. This isn't um, a great, a great baseball team, but when it comes to October baseball, you can never predict it. So we will see what happens. So let's move on to the the the, the two wild card rounds um, that, that we got for the, in the National League. We got the Diamondbacks taking on the Brewers, uh, Arizona. As we mentioned earlier, they won Game One. They went in, uh, mashed some. I mean, all, all their home runs they hit today were. Just absolutely tagged. Um, they 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 won six to three. They also got to Devin Williams, their 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 lights out closer, which is a huge confidence boost for that young Arizona club. Um, but let's see what we got here. Trade in. Who's
2: going to win the series? Um. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're talking Marlins, right? No, no. D backs Brewers. Oh, 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 this is easy. Uh, this is this is this is Milwaukee. Uh, Arizona's like no.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. some walkie's is coming back Alex I think you kind of already alluded to it but who do you got
1: yeah I've got Arizona winning tomorrow and it's over
3: All wow right. James
1: well I, I really initially liked the Diamondbacks to so win this one and Alex pretty much confirmed that with his glowing review of the Brewers so yeah Diamondbacks go <laughs> with that
3: Yes, I like the D backs here too. Um I I I picked them to to win this one. I uh they lo- they look great today. So um we'll we'll see we'll see if they can finish the job. Um moving on to the other wild card series, we got the Marlins at the Phillies, probably the biggest mish- mismatch in, in, in the first round, but let's see what you guys think. James, who do you got winning the series? I got the Phillies easily. Yeah. Alex.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be the Phillies.
3: Miami boy. What do you got? Miami. Yeah. Of, course. of course. Yeah, you, I mean, I think you had to, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a Philly. It'll, it'll be a massive upset if, uh, the Marlins can, can take them down, but Hey, it's October baseball. You never know, but it's here boys. Uh, we're, 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 we're fully into it. We got another slate of, of four wildcard card games, um, on, on Wednesday, and then we'll see how it goes from there. So, um, October baseball is here. Hopefully you guys are all enjoying it. Alex, that's all I got.
0: Yeah, thank you, Tyler. That was fun. Um, yeah, by next week, we will be into the division series um, somewhere in the middle, which is just annoying how the yeah, timing well kind of works out. But <laughs> it is what it is. We all have to deal with it during the playoffs. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then it is draft time, boys. welcome back trade in it is time for the in season cup draft i would just like a quick reminder who who won last year
2: who 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 held the cup the most uh definitely you alex thank you (laughs) uh you can thank your new jersey devils for carrying the for 35 days or whatever (laughs) um okay so yes it is back the in-season cup is back we are going to do the draft of our teams just to give everybody a reminder how it works this episode the four boys of all of us are going to draft all 32 teams into uh you know into our own you know squad of teams uh vegas golden knights are going to start with what we call the in-season cup opening day they're gonna have they're gonna be Defending it against the Seattle Kraken. If the Seattle Kraken were to win, then they take the cup for that night, and whoever has a, whoever has a Seattle, uh, Seattle Kraken on their team uh, within their cohort of teams earns a point for that night, uh, and it's going to continue on and continue on. Um, how it's going to go, guys? I, if everybody agrees, it's going to be a twenty dollars buy-in, but we're going to change it up a little. We're going to change the payout a little bit. So whoever ends or whoever ends up with the most days with the cup is going to is going to earn 60 bucks. So you, you earn your 20 bucks back and you earn 40. If you end up with the cup at the very end, at the very end of the season, whoever ends up with the last, will just win their money back so that they don't lose anything. They still kind of, they still kind of squeak out something. So there's a chance to win, um, you know, a full, the full hundred bucks or so full 80 bucks. Um, otherwise, um, you know, we're, we're fighting to see who's going to hold it for the most, most time. Um, but first we have to figure out our draft order and no, we're not going to do it where we're just going to go in reverse order because that's not fun. This is, we're not even starting with the, uh, well, whoever ended up with the couple last. So it's a completely new season, completely new thing. And I found a little game, a little uh, simulation online for us to watch. Uh, it has a uh, football players running across a field for, uh, for those of you that don't see us on YouTube. Um, James, you're wearing your San Francisco 49ers gear. So you, you'll, you'll be the sprite on top. Uh, Tyler, you'll be in Philly gear. You're this. you're the guy that's just below, uh, James. I am in chargers gear and Alex, you are in Rams gear at the bottom. It will show who, what our draft order is. And we will start the TLDR, uh, in season cup draft after that. So here we go. Let's find out who is going to be drafting first. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Yes, because we can determine so much about what happens right now. Oh, good start. Good start right for there. Alex. On, oh, Alex is they... in the lead right now. Jam- oh, James is squeaking ahead. Oh, oh, Tyler. There it
0: can't... is. James, you piece of shit. T-
2: Tyler better, better James, figure James, it. My James, guy hasn't even moved. So, oh, Alex. Nice. Alex, oh, nice. slow, slow the hell down, bro. It's Alex. not a race. Now yeah. Alex, you'll be first. <laughs> oh, my God. By far. I haven't oh, even crossed the yard line
3: yet. I got this, oh. like, cross the finish line. There we go. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, oh
2: now my guy decides to start running after everybody's finished. <laughs>
3: so you, did, you I think you pulled a hand there, Traden.
2: I think I did. I really <laughs> yeah.
0: think I did.
2: <laughs> so we have Alex, we have James, Tyler, and myself in that order. And then it will be reverse order after that. Now I need to share a different screen. So so give me every give me a second, everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh but we know the draft order. And uh so now we gotta figure out. Who is going to whom? All right, here we go. Everybody ready? Yeah. Al- Alex, everybody knows that the Vegas Golden Knights or the Seattle Kraken have the chance to hold the Stanley Cup um, uh, at, at the end of the first day. This the Vegas Golden Knights do currently have it, but they don't necessarily they won't necessarily have it after the first night. So who is your first pick?
0: Yeah, this is really tough because last year Tyler got the number one overall pick and did the worst.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> now I'm a little terrified, but I will pick the Golden Knights uh, because it's, you want to start off on the right, on the right foot.
2: You want to start off on the right foot. So, perfect. Um, and so, let's go to James.
1: Oh. Stanley uh, Cup the champs hard. are
2: off the board. Uh, let's go with the Canes. The Hurricanes. First team in the Metro to, to make it on a team. Tyler. Bracken. Kraken. Ooh, so we're going to have a little bit of a early uh, early battle right off the bat. I love yep, it. Yep. Um, I am going to be a homer. Uh, I'm going to pick my image mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know, I know. Just leave your groans at the door, please. <laughs> um, so we have three Pacific teams taken one Metro team, and it's going to go in reverse order. So it will start with me. Um, I am going to take... Mm, this one's tough. Um, I will take the Colorado Avalanche. And then we're going to go back to Tyler. Go Kings go, baby. Go Kings go. I like it. That means half of the teams of the Pacific are off the board. The four best ones. I, um, not, not ironically. We do like the Pacific around here. Uh, let's go to James. Leafs. The tr- Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. And Alex. Dude, I have to do it. My New Jersey Devils. You really do. You really do. I actually, now that I think about it, I think I kind of fucked up on my second pick. (laughs) But back to you, Alex, for round three, to start round three, what is your first pick? I'm going to go with the Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars. I like it. That's the second team off of the Central. Uh, We have one team that has been picked from the Atlantic, two from the Metro and half of the Pacific. Uh, Going back to James for round three.
1: Boston, dude.
2: Boston Bruins. Boston, you, Boston dude. You, you no, do believe in that. I'm stacked right now. All right. I like it. Uh, Tyler, your pick for round three.
3: All right. I'm going to go with the
2: New York Rangers. New York Rangers. Okay. Perfect. Um, I am going to pick for my third pick. I will pick the... Well, it's got to be the Tampa Bay Lightning again. I mean, i I think I think all the contenders have been taken off the board. So now we're moving on to the fourth round. Back to me. Oh boy, um, hmm. Interesting, interesting boys. Uh, it's li- getting a little bit more slim pickings now. Uh, let me take uh, Minnesota here. I'll take Minnesota. I, I like I like their ability to win games um, and, and and be competitive. Tyler, first round, first pick in the fourth round. Buffalo Sabers below sabers damn it good freaking pick uh let's go to james your fourth pick panthers the florida panthers are off the board and to finish out halfway through the draft alex your fourth pick i'm gonna take the detroit red wings the detroit red wings okay so just like that we have half of the teams have been drafted Alex, you are going to kick us off with round five. What is your fifth pick? You oh, know. I'm gonna go with oh fuck. I'm gonna go with the Islanders. The New York Islanders. Okay. New York Islanders off the board. James, your fifth pick. I'm gonna go with the Ducks. <laughs> the Ducks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, you never you never know. I mean, your ducks could go off and, and earn you some points. We never you never know. Tyler, your fifth pick. I'm gonna go Nashville. Nashville, okay. I mean, Nashville is always a team that seems to be almost there, you know, squeaking in. Um, with that, um, I am going to take the Ottawa Senators. Um, I, I like the auto, I like I like what's going on in Ottawa, and I you know I I got to appreciate it. With that, I'm going to go back to back for round six. That goes back to me. I am going to take the Pittsburgh Penguins, and that goes back to Tyler for your six pick. Calgary. The Calgary Flames are off the board. There's two teams left in the Pacific, guys. Four teams left in the Central. We really don't like the Central around here. One team left in the Atlantic and three teams in the Metro. Alex, what is your sixth pick? It's definitely James, but other than that, you're doing oh great. Oh, I'm sorry. It's James. <laughs> sorry. Whoa. I'm going to go with the Caps. Caps. Sorry, James. Almost uh, skipped you there. What about you, Alex? Yes, I will go with the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Yeah, they, they got drafted a little low, surprisingly. Um, but I guess they did miss the playoffs last year. So, uh, Alex, we're going to start ba- right back with you. You're round seven. You're seventh pick.
0: I'm going to take... Oh, God. All these teams are garbage. <laughs> um, I'll take the Jets. They'll take the
2: Jets. Okay. I don't love any of this. You never do, Uh, James. You're you're number seven pick. The Flyers, the Philly Flyers. Woof. (laughs) For the Flyers, (laughs) Tyler. What about you, buddy? Uh, I'll go Chicago here. Chicago Blackhawks. Okay, you like that Bedard? That that Bedard uh, life there. I I, I appreciate that. The Bedard boost. Um, The Bedard boost. I like that. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I I believe the Columbus Blue Jackets are going to be make a step in the right direction. And for my wife, I will pick the San Jose Sharks again. Please just win me some points for Christ's sake. <laughs> going back to you, Tyler, for your last pick in the TLDR in season cup draft. Oh, this is uh, slim pickings here. Um, you have three teams. Just let everyone know you have the Montreal Canadiens, Arizona Coyotes, and the Vancouver Canucks. I'm going to go with the Yotes. Fuck it. The Yotes. James, you have a carry priceless. Montreal Canadiens, or do you give Alex the Montreal Canadiens? (laughs) (laughs) Alex, you know, you can
1: have the house, bro. (laughs) Oh,
2: (laughs) so the Vancouver Canucks go to James. And the last pick of the draft is the Montreal Canadiens. So with that, just to give everybody one last, uh, you know, one last view of their team, Tyler, you ended up with the Seattle Kraken, the Los Angeles Kings, the the New York Rangers, the Buffalo Sabres, the Nashville Predators, the Calgary Flames, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Arizona Coyotes. I like that team. You like that team, I like it. James, you you ended up with the Hurricanes, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Boston Bruins, the Florida Panthers, your Anaheim Ducks, the Washington Capitals, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Vancouver Canucks. How do you feel? Oh, I'm stacked for the
1: first three <laughs> rounds. And then from that point, it has gone. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're stacked. <laughs> Alex, you ended up with the Vegas Golden Knights uh, current Stanley Cup champion. The, your New Jersey Devils that won you the fucking thing last season. Uh, the Dallas Stars, the, the Detroit Red Wings, the New York Islanders, the St. Louis Blues, the Washington, I'm sorry, the, the Winnipeg Jets and the uh, Montreal Canadiens. How do you feel?
0: You know, I didn't tell you guys my strategy last year and I'll tell you it this year. It's getting even number of teams in each conference. James, oh. you're really East Eastern Conference heavy.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah West,
0: conference heavy. you're screwed. If not, you're great. But that was my 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 plan
2: last year, and it worked out. So that's what I did. Four and four. James is going to need to keep it within the uh, you know within the um, in in the East there. Uh, but you know it's kind of a mixed bag. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I have the Edmonton Oilers. The uh, Colorado Avalanche, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Minnesota Wild, the Ottawa Senators, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the San Jose Sharks. Uh, let me see. Is that four and four? No, it's five and three, but, you know, oh, well. I have the West. Someone someone had to balance out James's Eastern uh, eastern yeah, bias that was, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have, like, six West teams, but that's all right. <laughs> it's all West. West. West Coast, best coast. West coast, best coast. Um, thank you, uh, Alex. That's, I know, I know there's not much to that, but that's all we have. It's going to start Tuesday. Guys, hockey is back in le- in less than a week now, technically, because it's less than 24 hours or less than uh, a whole week. It starts at, I believe two 30 Pacific time, which is five 30 Eastern time. Um, it is a triple header on ESPN. If you're not watching baseball or you want to watch multiple things, watch some hockey because it's going to be a great beginning of the season.
0: Yes. Thank you, Traded. I am excited. Um, honestly, this game is a total fucking crapshoot. It's all just love, <laughs> so it's great though. Uh I-, I love doing it. And yeah, we have one more uh one more division to preview. And then yeah, I am so pumped for the NHL season. Three out of the four of us should have a playoff team, and one of us at least they signed Trevor Zegris. So oh <laughs> good again, Uh, That wraps it up. A little bit of a quick episode this week, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying the MLB playoffs. I hope your fantasy teams are doing well. I hope you're not a Chicago Bears fan um, (laughs) and just excited for hockey and basketball coming back soon. Have a good week, guys. We'll talk to you next time.